Hello everyone, I'm Santiago C. Carrada, President and CEO of Visit Tampa Bay, bringing you holiday cheer as we unlock the magic of Tampa Bay. On this festive edition of Unlocking Tampa Bay, we're immersing ourselves in the warmth of the holiday season. Looking for festive ways you and your loved ones can enjoy Tampa Bay? Have I got some exciting events for you. Winter Village at Curtis Hickson Park, Christmas Town at Busch Gardens, Christmas in the Wild at Zoo Tampa, Pirate Water Taxi's River of Lights, a multitude of festive tree lightings, and much more, including charming holiday pop-ups, explore these festive treasures scattered across Tampa Bay, making local gift shopping a breeze. Quality time with loved ones, embrace the spirit of togetherness, creating precious moments with family and friends, and ringing in the new year, welcoming 2024 with hope and new beginnings. The magic just doesn't stop there. Let's hear from our phenomenal partners who add that extra dash of sparkle to our holiday celebrations. Over to you, Serena. Thank you so much, Santiago. Can you believe it's already the holiday season? I'm in my festive red, and we have so many fun things to do in the city of Tampa, and that, of course, is thanks to the businesses and the partnerships. On that note, love to welcome Rachel Radowick. Wow, that just rolls off the it tongue. It does, the alliteration, yeah, I right? I love it. <laughs> You're with the Tampa Downtown Partnership. Yeah, that's correct. And I'm actually in my festive colors, too, because I'm super excited <laughs> to talk to you about Winter Village, and I'm rocking Winter Village blue today. I love it. So this is such a staple of Tampa. It's been around for 10 years. It's our eighth year, actually. We're See, almost there. We're almost there. <laughs> Why did I say 10? All right, I'm already You're thinking. wishing my holidays away <laughs> for me. But no, it's great. We're super excited for year eight. It's, um, it's a big milestone. You know, we've kind of gotten to a point where the community really knows us. That's so great. Tell us about it, though. I mean, it really, it launches right before Thanksgiving. And what a great space. Yeah, we can't ask for a better location. Just starting there. We are right smack dab in the middle of the Tampa River Walk in Curtis Hickson Park, right on the waterfront. Where else can you skate outdoors in Florida, view the river and the beautiful Tampa skyline? So we have all of that to offer. And then it is, like I mentioned, it's a it's a, a well-rounded experience because it's not just ice skating. We have festive food and beverage. We have holiday shops. We have light shows. There's so much going on. There's so many memories to create. So there's so much I want to ask you okay. about. But first, I have to ask, is the ice real at Winter Village? (laughs) I have to laugh because I get this question every single year. We are 100% real ice. It's no glyce. It's not plastic. Real ice. And I cannot believe that I've kind of become like a weird wizard in how to make ice. I never thought in all my years this is what I would grow up to do. So you're like an an ice uh, expert too. Ice expert. Yeah, sure. Someone's going to call in and be like, no, I'm sorry. That woman you were interviewing is not an ice expert. I am. But no, I like to (laughs) self-proclaimed. No, that is great. And you have all ages on the ice, right? And all ages that come. Yeah. So we have pretty much um, starting at three, we kind of have these cute double skate so they can kind of stomp around on the ice all the way up to I mean if you want to be 95 out there skating we welcome you to come well can't like someone like maybe my age get the double skates no No? I'm so sorry (laughs) I've asked before they said no Rachel you have to put on the big girl skates (laughs) but you know you said this is something for everybody I remember taking my little Sammy who's 16 now not little anymore anymore, (laughs) but encouraging her maybe to go with her friends because you say it is you see all all sorts 
yeah. of pockets of people. Winter right? Village is really for everybody. You obviously see the families with their little kids. So many people taking their holiday Christmas card photos out there. But then you have date nights. You have teens. You have, you know, like the older couples that are just coming down to watch the light show. There is something for everybody there. And I would say, and also to the viewers and listeners, that I would encourage them, though, to check. What are, where is the best place to check? Because your hours do change. Our hours do change. So our website, wintervillagetampa.com, is the best place to go to check all of that. We have a calendar that lists everything. And it will also list all of the programming we have this year because that's something that's new. We have something different happening every single day. So there's a fun experience to be had all the time. What is your favorite, would you say? Do you like the streetcar adventure Ooh. that you were sharing? Actually, no one's <laughs> ever asked me what my favorite piece really? is. <laughs> Ooh, I love that. We're the first to ask you that. I think my favorite piece of it is, well, for me, is sitting back and watching the interactions that people have and how they use the space. And that's probably because, you know, I help build it. So I'm kind of a nerd like that. But just sitting under the twinkle lights on the river walk, there's just something magical about the space and that it's free and open to the public. It's not something that you have to pay a high ticket dollar to get into, which I think is great. I think that's fantastic. And, you know, when you said when you were talking about you sit there and, you know, you watch yeah. everything. But this is truly your dream job. It is. Working for the Downtown Partnership is something I never imagined as a child. You don't like grow up and say like, I want to improve our cities. <laughs> um, but it's something that I fell into and I love it. It's something different every single day. Not many people get to say they create these, you know, community events that people can, you know, grow and learn to depend upon and to give accessibility to so many people. Well, you know, one of my favorite stories that I want you to share. This is so cute <laughs> because I am so proud of the city of Tampa. Look, it gives me goosebumps. And oh, I get all the time. <laughs> I know, and where we've come. Share the story of when you were a little girl and would come downtown. Oh my God. My dad would be so embarrassed <laughs> if he knew I told this to people. So when I was younger, this was like in the early 90s, the lightning was still playing in St. Pete. We would come down to the discount ticket shop, shop downtown and you could get you know, buy one, get one free $8 tickets. You can't even get like a drink for $8 in the <laughs> arena now. But like we would come down, we would get the tickets and my dad would be like, look, Rachel, nobody lives downtown. Nobody comes downtown. Like why would anybody want to be here? And now I literally for a living do things to bring and promote people in our downtown. And it's it's just wild to think about. And, you know, back then, no one was here. And mm -hmm. it is a completely different city. I've been with a partnership for 10 years. And even the growth that I've seen since I've started, like, I could have never imagined on day one in that office. Aha. Uh -huh. That's where I got the 10. <laughs> I just want to set the record straight. That's where I was living in there. there. <laughs> well, speaking of the partnership and the wonderful partnership, you know, we are Visit Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. So this is something wonderful we do for the locals yeah. through the partnership, but also for the tourists. How does it help? How does it help globally? Yeah. So... You know, when we started Winter Village, I don't think we ever thought we would start to get the reach that we have for it now. You know, when we look at our numbers, we see people coming from all across the country who are visiting. Now, while they might not be coming specifically for Winter Village, which I like to tell myself they are, <laughs> um, but they are visiting and they're going back and they're telling people, this is the great experience I had in Tampa. You know, first and foremost, we want to give them a good time in Tampa. We want them to go back and brag about our amazing city because it is perfect here. But it is, you know, it is. <laughs> but when we think about planning the event, we try to think about visitors as well, not just our locals. You know, we love our locals. They're there. They're our bread and butter for things like this. But, you know, even down to like our holiday shops, we remind them that a 
big portion of our population has to go back with a suitcase. So mm-hmm. make sure that you have trinkets that they could purchase that will fit in that suitcase. And they love it. And people love to be able to take little bits home. And something that's really fun is Visit Tampa Bay actually has a shop at Winter Village. And you have to shop at that shop. I know it's it the is. Best, best. isn't it? <laughs> it is the best. I have never loved like a city's like, I mean, this is a horrible way to phrase it, but like souvenir shop. I mean, Visit Tampa Bay just takes it to a whole new level. Oh my God. <laughs> I know because we're I mean I am it's like stuff I actually want and like I wear I still have like a Tampa Skyline sweatshirt that I bought from them years ago it's one of my favorites I know like seriously (laughs) oh and and the the cookbook oh the cookbooks (laughs) the cookbooks I love to cook too so this is this is a major event yep but yet, it's so much more that you do year-round. We do so much year-round. And so for us, like our big focus on our large events are very holiday-centric. Obviously, we have Winter Village. Then we roll into River of Green, where we dye the river bright Kelly Green. And I, I really do think we do it better than every other city. I'll go on record for that. Um, and for St. Patrick's Day, then we do a 40,000-egg scavenger hunt, downtown Ow. exploration for Easter. 40,000? 40,000. <laughs> I think I really regretted that when I first made that order for eggs. But then the parents coming up to me and telling me like how great it was that it wasn't like a 10-second egg grab and they actually get to have this fun experience with their kids made snapping all those eggs together (laughs) worth it. Um, And then we partner with the city to do Boom by the Bay, the large 4th of July celebration. So Rachel, can you go through all the activities that you have to offer? Yeah, you ready for this? It's a long list now. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready. Obviously, we have ice skating on real ice. We have festive food and beverage, which includes a full-service bar. We have a quick service food option. We have a hot and cold dessert and a coffee shop all on site. And then we have our holiday shops, which this year we have more than we've ever had. We have 19 pods containers out there, which will house 40 vendors throughout the season. That's huge. That is huge. That's fantastic. (laughs) And you talked about this. It is a free event. Mm -hmm, Correct. So it's free event to come down and there's no gate, there's no admission, but obviously to participate in, you know, food and drink, ice skating, to purchase something from the pods, there is a fee for that. But you can come down and one of the components that is 100% free is our 360 degree light show that we have. So that takes place around the perimeter of Curtis Hickson Park. And at 7, 8, 9, and 10 every night. Every single night? Every single night. There's a 10 minute choreographed light music show that takes place. So that's 100% free and then you can also come down and curl on the river walk as well for free so talk to me about that a little bit more so curling is not on real ice Mm -hmm. i just want to put that out there (laughs) Um, but it's a street curling concept it's very similar to shuffleboard minus the the tong the tang i think it's called the tang (laughs) that you push that you push the disc with but it's the same kind of concept and it's so fun because you know when the winter olympics happened last time there was a lot of hype around curling we thought it would be such a cool concept to bring down here we weren't able to put it on the rink because it's not regulation size but then we found the street curling or like we have to do this and it's a great way to give the kids an activity and keep people down there longer and speaking speaking of the rink though Going back to the rink, I want to mention, because oftentimes we have a tendency to forget this, you need to have socks. You need to have socks, <laughs> yes. Um, a lot of people, you know, it's so funny when you watch the ice skating in, in Florida because you have um, everybody's in shorts and tank tops because let's be real, it's still like yes. 80 in December here. Um, but yes, please, if you come in your flip-flops, remember to bring socks. But if you forget, they do sell them there. So, and socks are $2. $2. So. 
Is there maybe hope down the line that maybe you get customized <laughs> winter village I socks? I love <laughs> customized winter village socks. I've wanted them for years, um, but we'll, we'll put it on the bucket list for the future. <laughs> well, because it would be so like talk about something that you could it's you could souvenir. take back. Yeah. So Rachel, you talked about every single day there's a different experience. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. So we're really excited. This is something new this year that we haven't done in the past. And we want to give those locals that we love so much a reason to keep coming back time and time again. So we're going to have things like Tuesday will be theme night. So come out in your ugly sweaters <laughs> one or neon to help support on bikes that weekend. Uh, we will have silent discos on Friday. And we're working very closely with the city also to implement for the first time ever a highly accessible skate experience. Mm. So um, there will be select Mondays where you can come out and it will be sensory appropriate for um, individuals with disabilities to come and experience in the best way for them. So we'll open a little bit earlier and that first hour will be closed to the general public. So we're excited to be able to offer that for the first time. And, you know, mentioning that, we're very excited to say here at uh, Visit Tampa Bay, globally, we have been recognized. Wow, that's amazing. Yes, as an accessible city. What do you think that says? What do you think that says as a whole? I think it 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 just speaks to the way our city is so inclusive. It's not we actually act on it. You know, some people will talk about it and say, and I just had a call with Raquel with the city and you know, the the lengths that they go to to ensure that Everybody is comfortable during that experience from the people who are providing it to the parents, to the individuals who are experiencing. It, it's unworldly. They have thought through absolutely everything. And I think it speaks volume about the care that our city has. I know. It's just like a warm blanket that covers all of us, even though we're no. not very, um, even though it doesn't get too cold. You don't need a warm blanket very often. <laughs> but one of the other really exciting things that we also offer, and we've been offering for probably seven years now, is the Winter Village Express. And that's a really cool experience. It's on Sundays from opening Sunday till the Sunday before Christmas. And it is on the Tico Line streetcar. Mm. So it's a really good experience because some people have never been on the streetcar before. And it's some kids' first time you just see their eyes light up when they get on and they pull the horn choo-choo. And um, we have two wonderful partners for it, Bob and Gretchen. They are snowbirds who lost their way Aww. and wound up on the express. <laughs> and they lead you through an hour-long experience with milk and cookies. And they have trivia and sing-alongs and snowball fights. And it's a really great time. And again, I mean, those are the celebrity uh, the celebrity riders, yep. right? And again, it's for all ages. For because all I'm ages. thinking, oh my gosh, I need to do that. <laughs> we... I, you know, a long time ago before Bob and Gretchen blessed us, I was one of the onboard entertainment for it. And you were? Yes. <laughs> you got so much more excited than I was for it. Um, I have a new respect for people in the entertainment industry. Like, I just, they're amazing. Um, but, you know, I remember seeing all the people that came through and it just floored me how many people are just looking for a, a, a good, wholesome holiday experience. I know. And the look on people's faces, right? And yeah. you guys provide they that. They just light up. And Rachel, all of these amazing things cannot happen without sponsors. Oh my God, no. I cannot. It, it really takes a village for Winter Village. <laughs> and um, our title sponsor for the last couple of years has been the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I have nothing but great things to say about them. Like there's no better fit for an outdoor ice skating rink than our amazing hockey team. I have loved the Lightning. I mean, I told the story with my dad like that. Um, 
you know, I've been a fan since day one. So the fact that they their involvement in this just means so much to me and to the community. And they're great partners. They do learn to skate clinics. They have a ball hockey tournament that wow. takes place. We're working with them to potentially have one of their gear sales down in the park. They're just I, I can't say enough great things about the team. Like they are part of the success of our downtown. They really are. And such great examples for oh my all goodness. of us. Yes. Absolutely. What a world class um, organization they have. And again, Rachel, you said you love being in Tampa. You grew up in Tampa. I did grow up in Tampa. You went to college in Orlando. Yeah. And said, bring me back. <laughs> bring you back. Yes. And honestly, as you shared with us, this is your dream job. Yeah, it is. It's just, it's so different. You know, I started out with like, you know, I feel like the 10 jobs everybody wants to be like, I was like, oh, I could be like a reporter. I could be, you know, a lawyer. <laughs> and then like I fell into this when I was getting my master's and I was like, oh my God, like I want everybody to know that this kind of job exists. And, you know, the partnership is so much more than just events. We have, you know, our clean and safe program that keep the streets of downtown looking beautiful and providing that experience. So many people tell us our city is so clean. We have our marketing department. We have transportation. We have advocacy. You know, we are just here to provide services above and beyond what the city can for downtown. But we really want to create this wonderful experience in our downtowns. And what we're really focused on now is creating these magic experiences in all of the seven neighborhoods that make up our downtown. That is <laughs> beautiful. And I wanted to point out dream because thanks to your dream, you have made so many dreams come true. Oh, yeah, thanks, <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. I have a wonderful team across the board that helps that helps create this for folks. You know, if it's not a public space event, you know, maybe it's something educational based or, you know, creating an experience in our transportation realm. We are just really trying to give everybody the best they can have when they're in the best city in the world. <laughs> Rachel. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for being here on Unlocking Tampa Bay. Thank you. <laughs> and continuing our conversation on this holiday episode of Unlocking Tampa Bay, we are joined by Jennifer Hill. You are the owner and operator of Peter Brook Chocolatier. That's correct. I'm there Monday through Friday. Well, your story, though, on being the owner is pretty amazing. You started as a teacher. Correct. In Jacksonville. Correct. And from the very beginning, you loved... You love this place. Love the brand. I do love the brand. It's a Jacksonville brand, 40 years this year. The mother is an inspiration. You need to read her story of the inventor of Peter Brook. And for people who don't know, mm -hmm. Peter Brook are two real people. Peter and Brook are the original owner's son and daughter. And they're still fantastic chocolatiers in Jacksonville. Isn't that so sweet, though, mm -hmm. when anything is like named after, mm -hmm. you know, your kids or your family? Yeah. And we have to share your story, though. Yeah involving your daughter and Absolutely. how you ended up becoming the owner of Peter Brook here in Tampa. It was a lark. Honestly, I moved to the Tampa Bay area with an, the belief that Peter Brook would already be here and it wasn't and I was shocked. And so I begged and cried and screamed and they never answered me. But one day I went with my oldest daughter who had graduated college in marketing and wanted to start her own business. She wanted to go to the franchise fair at the convention center. So we went and Peter Brook was standing right there in the doorway. And I grabbed the man by the lapels and I said, why haven't you answered me? I'm your girl. Literally, those were my words. I'm your girl. You should pick me. How serendipitous yeah. though, that yeah. you happen to be there and there they are. It was bananas. I And I don't know if they'd ever been there at, uh, before, but that day was the day. It was the magic day. So I wanted to establish some mm -hmm. of that history because 
Tell it. There are so many chocolatiers, but there's no one quite like Peter Brook. No, 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 no. <laughs> we have a, a proprietary secret blend of chocolates. The original owner, like I said, was a classically trained European chocolate maker. Um, but she listened and her children were heavily involved in the business and they made it what it is today in Jacksonville. So they Americanized chocolate to make it as family friendly and delicious and as amazing as it is today. And it started yeah. with popcorn, though, Correct. right? Yeah. <laughs> so the, share the yeah, story. Like, yeah. here they are, like all those years ago. Yeah. They want to get the name of the chocolate out there. And Correct. what happened? So there was a large event in downtown Jacksonville and. Peter told mom, you know, we need to give away samples. And she's like, no, it's too expensive. We can't give it away for free. Um, they were next door. Their next door neighbor was the San Marco um, movie theater, which is a two screen, tiny little cute place. And they were popping up the popcorn as they always do. He said, well, mom, why don't we just ask if we can have some popcorn and we'll pour a little bit of chocolate over it. And then people can try it and it won't waste as much chocolate. And she agreed. And they gave it all away that night. The next day, people started coming in the store saying, where do we get more of this popcorn? And she didn't normally make it. And so that's how it began. She's just started pouring her wonderful chocolate over the top of the of the popcorn. Isn't that something? And how yeah. old was Peter at the time? I think he was in middle school at the time. Yeah. See, we yeah. should always yeah. listen. Yeah. <laughs> Kids, adults, when we're speaking, <laughs> yeah. right? Right. So then, again, you said four decades. Correct. You came to Tampa how many years ago? And I love your store. I buy gifts from there all the time and gifts for myself. Uh, we've moved here just over a decade ago. So I've been, I've been, I was in Jacksonville for 10 years and now here 10 years. So I've been in Florida for 20 years. And again, when I got here without, I, again, I thought it was a Florida brand. I had no idea because it was so delicious and wonderful. I had not occurred to me that it couldn't be all across the state at least. So, so what makes it, and we talked about, how it's a, you know, mm -hmm. talk about your beans and uh, where you get them and sure. and the process. Well, we source our chocolate. So our it, right now, if you walk into my store, any given moment you walk into my store, we have about 120 pounds of chocolate that's warmed and ready to go. And wow. we're and we're working with 80 pounds of that chocolate. Um, we get the chocolate in the store and pallets. So we have probably right now 450 up to 600 pounds of chocolate sitting in the store of the different types that we blend together to make our chocolate. Um, and the majority of that would come from Africa. Almost all cacao that is harvested in the world is, is harvested in Africa, either in New Guinea or Ghana or in uh, the Ivory Coast. Um, we get most of ours from the Ivory Coast. Uh, goes up through Europe, wow. is shipped over, and then it's brought down through Chicago. So you can imagine even during COVID, there were chocolate shortages. Mm -hmm. It was actually true because the chocolate was stuck. It couldn't either get off the um, ships that were bringing mm -hmm, it over mm -hmm. or there was nobody in the factories to work with it to get it ready for us. But again, we get it shipped to us in 50-pound boxes. So we have a boatload of it at all times. <laughs> Yes. So, Jen, yeah. when it gets to yeah. your store, yeah. and again, I would encourage people just, you just walk in and just, it's <laughs> so beautiful in there. What happens then? Like, you make so many everything. variations of, we make everything. of the chocolate. I mean... I apologize because it's overwhelming. You do walk in and there's so <laughs> many different options. We probably have way too many options and maybe we should pair some back. We're open to ideas. Uh, you but. should never <laughs> apologize for that. It's wonderful having so many options. We probably, at, at any given moment, we have like 350 different items that we're making fresh um, and selling and then and 
putting them in gift baskets and shipping them around Tampa Bay. So, um, yeah, you come in and that's the first thing you'll see is all the gifts that we've made. We've ha- we hand make about 85% of it because we do have gelato in the store. Mm-hmm. The gelato we have made at our factory in Jacksonville. And then we have wines that we've curated from many different vendors as far as ways. Walla Walla, Washington, Texas, New York. We try to find the best chocolate wines and the best reds or sangrias that will go wonderfully with a picnic or, or an event. Yeah. And I can say I have bought plenty of that wine, you know, as gifts. Yes. And also, yeah. I love everything personalized. So you, mm-hmm. the letters. Yes. Um, I always get those. Yes. Tell us um, some more of the items, some of your favorite items. Well, we, I mean, I'm, I'm, I love it all. You know, I get up, you know, but I mean, I love the Rice Krispies. I, I mean, strangely, the potato chips have gotten my fascination, the Nutter Butters. Um, and we do the custom candy bar. So... I think right now, this week, we're working on a white chocolate order with almonds. Not very many people order white chocolate, but white chocolate is super popular Mm. in the Tampa Bay area. So uh, whenever you have that craving, you know what you want. We can make it custom right away. So... um, those are those are my favorites when we do the custom orders. Well, speaking of Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. yeah, having a, sh- a store like yours, yes, Peterbrook Chocolatier, what does that do for our community and uh, the image that we present, you know, globally? Well, I, I mean, it's couture, it's boutique, it's hands on. It 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 speaks loudly to the vibrance of downtown. Commit, you know, like that's what Tampa is. You come here, you get the hand rolled cigars, you get the handcrafted um, beers, and then of course we bring it in on the backside with the handcrafted chocolates. But anything you could possibly want in the world somebody here makes it by hand, and you can find it. And I think that's amazing. It is, and I and you know. It's so amazing also to see that we have broken so many records mm-hmm. with tourism mm-hmm. and guests coming in. Yes, yes. So what would you like to see in the future with your store? I, I would love it to be more iconic than it already is. I want a chocolate fountain. A I chocolate want. fountain. Okay, you heard it here. <laughs> I want a wall where you come in and it's just running. I saw one when I was in Italy and um, it was fascinating to me. And so I want, because I feel that's the Instagrammable moment. You walk into the shop and there's a flowing wall of chocolate. You gotta have it. You gotta have it. Okay, mm-hmm. so with the flowing wall of chocolate, mm-hmm. what would you do? Would you have strawberries nearby? <laughs> would you have rice krispies nearby? Or I, a spoon? It's possible. It's possible. I mean, we could do the fondue situation, but I more it's art. It's more of uh, an art piece, and I think that's also what Tampa does well is they make these murals and these art, these three D art pieces and structures. And I think we would just be a part of that tapestry. Gosh, I I'm still thinking about that a wall. <laughs> A wall of chocolate. Yeah. So speaking of chocolate, though, mm-hmm. you know, it's so funny to think that chocolate was literally, right? It literally was used as money. Yeah. And grew on trees. Yeah. <laughs> I do tell children it is a vegetable, so you can eat it in place of your dinner. I think that's fine. Um, but yeah, it was also medicine, and it was strictly provided to only high priests and men at a certain point. There was uh, women weren't allowed to have it. Children weren't allowed to have it. Wow. Uh, noble people were the only ones allowed to have it. So it's come 
full circle. I tell children that all the time. I'm like, a couple thousand years ago, you would never get to try this or even know how wonderful it is. And of course, it was not sweetened at that point. So it was just that bitter, dark chocolate. Um, so a lot of people think that it was maybe fermented. No, it was just like coffee would have been. They would drink chocolate like coffee. How fresh does chocolate need to be? Like, for instance, when you were talking uh, about, you oh, know, the beans coming in yeah, and sure. like how? Well, that's the beauty of our industry. And that's the what makes what I'm doing work because chocolate takes has a year shelf life all oh. by itself um, because you have to think about it. It's just the butterfat and vanilla and sugar and the cacao. So there's very little there to to waste or to go bad. It's just when you take that chocolate and you pour it over the popcorn, and maybe the popcorn will go stale. Mm -hmm. So that's 90 days. Or you pour it over a pretzel and so you get 90 days. Um, but when you seal an entire Oreo with chocolate, it's like you've saran wrapped that <laughs> Oreo. You've frozen its life. And now you've got nine months before you have to eat that Oreo. And we chocolate dip uh, Twinkies. They're going to last forever. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking yeah. of life. Yeah. What is it? Do you think there is something about, you know, the chocoholic or yeah. chocolate genuinely makes people happy? I believe so. Yeah. And I'm I'm severely distrustful of people who say they don't like chocolate because <laughs> they they freak me out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, and that's that has been the best transition of my life as much as I love teaching and I truly did. And I love my students and I miss them deeply. I just make people happy all day long. I don't grade papers. I don't make judgment calls. I'm like, eat it all, have it all. I want you to be happy. And people come in and whatever thought or mood they're having, they leave happy every time. You've been um, a business owner now for a while. Have you seen such a, I mean, Tampa is growing by leaps and bounds. Yes. How has that affected the store? Is there more, more foot traffic <laughs> that comes in? Well, I remember the day that the uh, um, one of the buildings came down and it shook, <laughs> the shook the store. But no, I, 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 it was part of, it was also built into my business plan. We knew that directly above us, there were 400 tenants, but we also knew that directly around us, there were 1200 people living and walking and breathing in downtown Tampa that just that was their home. And now we're seeing all these other additional homes being built for folks. So at the base of every one of these places, there's mm -hmm. more retail going in. I think it's just going to make the city more vibrant and more walkable. Um, the river walk is stunning. I think that brings a lot mm -hmm. of people downtown. We hear a lot of excellent comments about from guests from all over the world that tell us how much they enjoy the downtown well it's so beautiful and tell tell everybody exactly where you are located because you're at you're at a very great spot we're at the corner of zach and ashley but what we really are is we're facing curtis Hickson park which mm. is the exact dead middle of the river walk mm -hmm. and it's next to the children's museum and next to the art museum and we are the last stop of the parade route for Gasparilla. It could not be more perfect. No, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good spot. So if you don't walk into the store, though, a website? Uh, there is a peterbrook.com. Peterbrook.com is located and housed in the Jacksonville facilities. And so they man they take care of that there. If you want me to ship or deliver or personally take care of something, it's better to contact me because I'm happier. I'm way more flexible and, and dynamic in that way. But there is a website. Yeah. And circling back, you know, as you shared, you started as a teacher, we yeah. talked about. Yeah. And you didn't imagine you would 
no, enter entrepreneurship? No, no, I didn't, no. So what would you say to people out there that may want to open up their own store, especially it, in Tampa Bay? It's a grind. It's an absolute grind. Do you, I mean, the beauty, we can make it look beautiful and serendipitous and fun. Um, and goodness knows I've had all of my personal children and my family help me rise to where I am now. And so I've been extremely fortunate. I don't think everybody has that opportunity. Um, do your homework, do your research, uh, know your market, yeah. know who you're selling to, and really, really, you have to struggle for your art. Nothing mm -hmm. comes for free and nothing comes easy. So you, as much as you love it, you better love it because it's <laughs> going to grind you and, and you just do it. But I envision a future where Peterbrook is just a part, of, again, of the neighborhood. It's part of the tapestry here. And it's just, it will be very smooth and seamless part of whatever we're doing in downtown. I'm not worried about it. And more Peterbrooks throughout the Absolutely. Tampa Bay area. Yeah, I'll be, I have the license to open two additional shops. And that's where my daughters come into it. Mm -hmm. So the Tampa downtown shop is going to belong to my daughter, who's the head chocolatier. And then the second shop will belong to my next Aww. daughter. Because my sense was, you know, as much as... I believe in marriage and I've been married for 33 years. And Congratulations. I believe, in, <laughs> I believe in love and I believe in, you know, commitment. I also wanted my daughters to never have to rely on anybody for their future. I wanted to enable them to do what they love and do it well and be well received by the community and they own it. It'll and, be theirs. Oh my gosh. And keep the legacy going. Exactly. So, yeah. so where do you envision the other two? I've been open to many, many ideas, and uh, I've had, I've even signed a couple of leases, and just, you know, we're interest rates are just a little bit too high mm -hmm. right now to take on another loan. But I, as soon as um, we we get those interest rates a little bit lower, I think that I, I definitely will do north of Tampa. Mm -hmm. I, I I don't know exactly, but I'm thinking Trinity or Odessa. Wesley Chapel, Lake Land Lakes. That's that's going to be a nice family bedroom community. And then, oh, we could go anywhere from St. Pete down to Hyde Park. Mm -hmm. I, I, any of those places would be wonderful. Even Riverview, I think, would be a good place. Lakeland excites me as well. Well, the reason why I yeah. asked you about yeah. about businesses and would you what would mm -hmm. you you know share with people because again, Tampa Bay is breaking records, yeah. and it came out that this community in Tampa is also one of the number one places to start your own business. Wow. So I thought you would be the perfect person to ask. <laughs> it's, it, and, and there's were a lot of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial spirit when I started the business as well. So I see it. It's out there. People have the hustle and grind for sure. They want it. They really want it. So Jen, you were talking about all the amazing, amazing products you have, mm -hmm. but you also have so many experiences. Right. I, again, you have to pivot when you, you're in a business for yourself. People were really wanting to do things together as a family or a small groups. So we pivoted and we opened up the store to bring in exclusive groups, people who knew each other and people who wanted to be together to learn how to make their own chocolate. And everybody had their own vision for how they wanted to make their own chocolate. We knew how to get them where they wanted to go. So a lot of fun. I mean, we would do a wine and chocolate pairing. We've done champagnes and strawberries. We've done uh, make your own candy bar, which is the most popular. <laughs> um, we make a gingerbread house completely out of chocolate. Uh, you can make your own custom pizza pie completely wow. out of chocolate. Um, or you could take that 
that gingerbread house for Halloween and turned it into a haunted house. So we've done all of those things. We even have like, I think, um, um, a large Polar Express train that you can make out of chocolate. So when you do these experiences, Mm -hmm. do you actually shut down the store or is there a portion of the store that you use? We built it in immediately because that was something I wasn't willing to give up. I, by nature, love showing people how to do things. That's what I do best and I enjoy it. So we built a custom table and a custom work center so that we could teach classes um, and it's right in the middle of the sales floor without being intrusive and not without being exclusive. So you literally come in and you work the chocolate yourself and customers always come in and see us working in there. <gasps> How do I sign up too? So, and and the way you sign up is you just give us a call. You reach out to us, DM us, you can text us, whatever, and we'll set you up because I want you to have your best experience. I will talk with you, listen to you, and make sure you get exactly what you want. So you could customize it as you were sharing. Absolutely. And during the holidays, this is the holiday Mm -hmm. edition. Mm -hmm. What have you seen that people want, or do you have suggestions? I love what you talked about the gingerbread, the Polar Express. I mean, there's a lot out there. Well, Willy Wonka's coming out in a couple of weeks, mm. so we're super excited. So you'll have to check out our windows. We're going to be painting murals for Willy Wonka. Um, I always dress as Willy Wonka for, for Halloween, but... <laughs> Uh, do you really? Yeah, I, do. <laughs> I have the top hat. I have it all. But um, it's a gift-giving season. So mm. between Christmas and Valentine's Day, we do a lot of gift-giving, personalized boxes of chocolates, assortments. Um, we and and I again, I tailor it specifically. If you have a gluten-free, nut-free, allergy, you know, non-dairy, whatever, we make sure that we meet all of your needs for whomever you're gifting to. Well, going back to some of the experiences, you know, like I used to love having gingerbread parties, you Mm -hmm. know, for my little one. She's not so little anymore. Mm -hmm. But um, what is the best way to um, to to get an experience on the books? Again, it's the it starts with either an email, a text, a DM, a phone call, even Instagram. You know, people just reach out to us through social media, and then we respond and we start the conversation. I'll generally call back and really listen to the client and try to figure out what their needs are. We've had parties there that have shut the store down. It's been huge. 23, 24, six-year-olds having a birthday party (laughs) of their life and having a great time. So we've loved it. Such a pleasure having you here on Unlocking Tampa Bay. Is there anything else that you would like to add? No, I'm just so grateful to visit Tampa Bay, visit and and you, and thank you for bringing me on. This was a hoot. Thanks. Oh my gosh. No, thank you so much. And thank you everybody so much for watching. If you want to uncover some hidden treasures, just head to visittampabay.com. On behalf of President and CEO Santiago C. Carrada, I'm Serena Fazan, and you're are watching Unlocking Tampa Bay.